podcast today where unfortunately we would have a podcast but we're currently helping santa deliver presents around the world it's christmas time merry christmas to all y'all out there who are listening this is our gift to you unfortunately we would be giving that gift to you if there were a podcast today but there is no podcast so this would unfortunately not be a gift i'm jp acosta joined by alex katzen kevin fielder aj schulte and tyler fornis we are back once again and this time we're going to talk about some awards. We're not going to create awards like we did last time for college football. We're talking NFL awards and we're giving out the all pro uh, awards for this year. Now, this year is a little different because they're adding a couple more positions for all pro team. It's going to be fullback and they're adding a slot corner, which I think is really cool now because they're actually kind of modernizing the awards because there are slot corners that play really great this year and they wouldn't have gotten that recognition because outside corners make the most money. So we're going to do the all-pro teams last. We're going to start with MVP. And I'm going to start in the top right with uh, Mr. Shadow Band. He looks like his uh, face is like all like – he looks like an unlockable character. If you, if you do, This is great for the podcast audience. But, Kevin, who is your NFL MVP this year? I mean, so I think it's Lamar Jackson, right? Like he's been the most impressive quarterback through the first – I think we're what 15 weeks through the I say first, like we're 15 weeks through the season. I think he's been the most impressive quarterback. I think the voters are going to vote for Brock Purdy because he's the story. Uh, you know, he's the seventh round quarterback who has turned into starter and now like playing at putting up MVP numbers. He's not playing at MVP level, he's putting up MVP numbers. Uh but outside of like Lamar Jackson, there's not really any other options. Uh, you know, Tyreek Hill's been good. Christian McCaffrey's been good, but like I feel like Lamar Jackson's just been better than them. And Baltimore looks to be the favorite for the one seed in the AFC. Like at this point, it feels like it's Lamar Jackson's award to lose. Alex, who would be your pick for MVP if not Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with Kevin for the most part. I think that at this stage, uh, it's probably Lamar uh if I had to pick I do think that the the Ravens Niners game that's coming up on Christmas Day will go a long way towards kind of like bringing us to a final decision as far as that goes um I do want to like address like the way that Dak Prescott has performed kind of down the stretch of the season the last couple of weeks have kind of like taken him out of contention with the way that the Cowboys have performed but he was like on just like one of the most insane hot streaks of of the year uh for like four or five weeks straight um and so i think that there's a world where he can still get into contention like if purdy and lamar both blow up basically um but i think right now it's it's pretty clearly a two-horse race um and i think i lean lamar um in that case uh, as of right now aj who's your pick for mvp this year well if it's not lamar you know where my vote is going to be John Matthew Stafford, baby. It, I mean, listen, they have lost games, but the way he's playing right now, there might not be anybody playing quarterback better. 
than the Met than Stafford. And that Rams team is is not good, and they're fun as heck because of him and making the throws that he is. So I, why not, man? Don't I mean, make it just like who's the quarterback of the most winningest team award. You know, make it like who is playing the best, who is on the most valuable. That's a really interesting point. And when we bring up the term valuable, I think without Matthew Stafford, that team is what they were last year, which is pretty garbage. So I think Matthew Stafford being added is really interesting. I haven't seen a lot of – I don't think he's even up there for his uh, for DraftKings odds right now. Tyler, who was your pick for MVP? I think my pick for MVP is Lamar Jackson. And quite frankly, I don't think it's super close. And uh, Kevin already talked about him, so I want to shine light on – a guy that it really isn't getting a lot of conversation because uh, he had a, a a couple rough moments in prime time situations. But I think we need to talk about Josh Allen for MVP. There is no chance that this Bills team, considering everything that they've dealt with on both sides of the football, will be anywhere close to where they are without the brilliance of Josh Allen playing quarterback. Yeah, he has some of those Bozo Gene Gunslinger moments. But he has been incredible, especially down the stretch as my wife dances over by the dishwasher. He He's third in EPA per play right now, only behind Dak and Brock Purdy. And we know Purdy's numbers are inflated specifically because of the offense he plays in and the opportunities he, he has. But look, Allen's just been out of this world. And he's he's not only third in EPA per play, he's second in success rate. He's, he's carrying that team on his back. And... I think he needs to ha- be in this discussion in a similar vein to how AJ talked about Matthew Stafford. Like he's not going to be, but he should be. And I, I think that he, de- they, both of these guys deserved their praise in this situation. I'm being a little bit facetious here, but I think if the to JP's point about AJ bringing up Stafford and to you know Tyler's point about bringing up Josh Allen. I think if you're going to talk about the most valuable player in terms of like the team is garbage if they're not playing, Justin Herbert should be the MVP because as soon as he got injured, the Chargers <laughs> lost a game 63 to 21 and got the coach and the GM fired. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's that's a very good point. I think my vote right now would have to be Lamar Jackson, but I was going to bring up how well Josh Allen is playing. I don't know if this is the year a non-quarterback wins it, but if a non-quarterback is going to win it, I think Christian McCaffrey gets it. I mean, he also has 20 touchdowns this year, and if we're not going to give it to Brock Purdy, some somebody has to take some acknowledgement for the 49ers having the best offense in the NFL. Go ahead, Kevin. I, I think that the only way a non-quarterback wins it this year is if there's like some weird chaotic moment where like, Purdy and Lamar, like God forbid, both go down. It's like someone's got to win it then. Or like Tyreek Hill, if he if Tyreek Hill hits two thousand yards, which seems unlikely at this point because he missed the Jets game, he's probably the MVP because getting two thousand yards is probably enough. Uh, but like at this point, I don't think he's on pace for it anymore. I think he's on pace for like eighteen hundred yards. He would need he need four hundred and fifty eight yards in the next. In what, three, games three games against three good defenses, yeah, right? So, like that's I mean, 152 yards a game. Yeah, like he would need a lot to get to that point. And like I just don't see it happening. But if he does by some grace of God reason reach it, like he's probably the MVP. But I I gotta say 
that we were robbed of Kirk Cousins MVP discussion because he tore his Achilles against Green no, we Bay. Were. And, yeah. and, and yeah. you know what? Well, you know what? Well, I, I want to preface he's right. this. He's right. I cover the Minnesota Vikings, and I have not been the biggest Kirk Cousins fan. He was phenomenal. That dude was in those first eight weeks. He looked like he was. He looked like a machine, and he was firing in all situations. And they had the worst turnover luck I think I've ever seen. Just everything was going against them. All these fumbles, and nobody, nobody fumbled for a second time until like week eleven. And they had, I, I think, at that point, like ten fumbles. It was just absurd what was going on. And I don't think Kirk will ever be the same again because of the Achilles. And that's how you generate so much of your arm strength. But it it's just peak Vikings that Kirk Cousins finally comes into form and looks like, hey, this guy could be an MVP candidate. And then he gets hurt. Just peak Vikings. I think it's so funny with Kirk Cousins and how well Kirk Cousins has played. Um, he's currently 10th in total EPA, and he has not played in like seven weeks. So that tells you how good Kirk Cousins has been. Um, I'm going to transition this into the next award we're going to talk about by saying a few weeks ago, and I still kind of think it, Miles Garrett should get some MVP votes. But he is also my pick for Defensive Player of the Year. I think the Miles Garrett MVP discussion kind of quieted down because Joe Flacco decided to become God. But if the, if the Browns make the playoffs with four different quarterbacks and winning games like 13 to 10, or like nine to six, Miles Garrett should have been in that MVP discussion. But I'll act, I'll settle for Defensive Player of the Year. He is the best edge rusher in the NFL. And now with a defense that actually lets them kind of play, he has been just he's been phenomenal, phenomenal. And he's missed. He's been slowed down because of a shoulder injury. And Steelers fans are gonna be like, "Oh, T.J. Watt has better numbers." You cannot look me in the face. And tell me T.J. Watt has played better football than Miles Garrett this year. You have not watched the same football that we have watched if you think T.J. Watt has played better this year. Miles Garrett is the defensive player of the year for me. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I think it, really the only like point of contention would be Michael Parsons, I guess. Um, just because Garrett hasn't really had like the raw production numbers uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously all of us know that like the raw production numbers really don't mean anything, um, in terms of like whether or not he's playing well, um, you know, he's still getting pressure on quarterbacks and stuff. He's just not finishing those plays as much the last couple of weeks. Um, but the way that these awards are voted on, it's on raw production numbers and everything. Um, I think that Parsons actually has the best odds, uh, out of anyone right now to win defensive player of the year. Um, and so, he's really like the only one that I see being a factor um, in that race, because like, like you said, like TJ Watt is like not really having the same kind of year as those two guys. Um, like Daniel Hunter slowed down a little bit, maybe Deron Bland, but like, that's a very like uh jingling keys sort of pick of just like, this guy gets <laughs> a lot of interceptions and every time he returns for a touchdown. Let's give it to him. I don't know. Uh, so I think Miles Garrett is the answer. But Deron Bland uh, is funny because he's having the Trevon Diggs like 2021 year, but instead of Trevon Diggs like just catching the interceptions, he's catching them and returning them for touchdowns. Um, AJ, who was your yeah. pick for Defensive Player of the Year? I mean, it Miles 
I think is is probably the pretty unanimous one with all of us. I do think Alex's point of Micah Parsons. He currently leads the NFL in uh in pressures with eighty nine currently. He'll probably break a hundred across their net. He just needs eleven across three games, which is absurd production. Um, but I would be remiss in not bringing up the current defensive tackle leader in pressures, Aaron Donald, with seventy four. By the way, this he's the only defensive tackle with more than sixty pressures like he is he is once again in a down year <laughs> lapping every other defensive tackle it's in so the funny seeing the pressure rates and double team rates for defensive tackles because you have everybody and every normal defensive tackle and then the aaron donald quadrant it, where he's just it's like so it's far like the patrick mahomes else. charts where it's like every chart patrick mahomes was always breaking the chart it's Aaron. that's the same thing with aaron donald and every other defensive lineman in the country it's, it's, it's like crazy. i want him I want him to win another defensive player of the year, but I feel like we're kind of uh we're gonna LeBron him a bit because like, oh, it's it's Aaron Donald. Like we got if it's like he's gonna be in the discussion somehow. Uh Tyler, who is your pick for defensive player of the year? I I'm not gonna say that he's my pick, but I do want to push back on what Katzen said about Daniel Hunter. He hasn't slowed down. He's been an absolute monster. He's second in the NFL in sacks in 15 and a half. But it's Miles Garrett, and I, I really don't understand an argument against him just because of how dominant he's been. And it's not just the raw numbers. It's not just some of the um, more in-depth metrics like pressures. And it's how quick he's getting off the ball and how he's impacting every single play and making things so much easier for that entire defense. And with how Jim Schwartz likes to uh, structure his defense, is having a guy like Miles Garrett just takes it to a different level. And this Browns team has right now is tracking for the highest success rate ever in NFL history. It's insane what this team has been able to do. And if they had any kind of stability at quarterback and offensive tackle, because they have lost three for the season, we could be talking about the Browns as a Super Bowl contender. And quite frankly, the way things are going, I think we could be because of how incredible this defense is. All the offense has to do is not screw up and get like 18, 20 points because of how well the defense is playing. And it's because of Miles Garrett. If there's anybody capable of making a 2012 Joe Flacco run, why not Joe Flacco? You know? (laughs) Yeah. It it might be crazy for that to happen. But Kevin, who is your defense player of the year? Yeah, I mean, like to beat the dead horse, like it's Miles Garrett. I mean, there are are clips of him – jumping over offensive linemen there are clips of like the tennessee titans trying to block him with two tight ends and he just runs around the field and draws a penalty because of it i will say this one is not and i need to be clear with this this is not my pick uh this is like if there was an argument to be had about it jalen ramsey i feel like should get some consideration and some discussion because the dolphins defense since he's returned from injury has been statistically one of the best defenses in football. And a lot of it is because of Jalen Ramsey, right? And he's up to, I think, three interceptions. He has locked down other corners. Like, I don't think he, or wide receivers, I don't think he's the defensive player of the year. And, like, he wouldn't even get a vote from me. And he is not on any of the betting odds. But, like, I think there's at least an argument to be had of, like, most valuable defensive player. He's probably up there. I counter that most valuable defensive player with the guy who I thought who I think is going to get the most votes away from Miles Garrett, Max Crosby. 
That yeah. that Raiders team. Yeah. It, the Raiders are bad. Yes. Yeah. They would be the worst team in the league if it weren't for Max Crosby. He's still playing every snap of every game, still has 13 and a half sacks. It's just incredible what he does for a defensive lineman. I mean, him, you can also throw in Dexter Lawrence in terms of just sheer volume of snaps that those guys play and still play at an extremely high level. Like in terms of value, I both those guys deserve some votes. It's it's interesting yeah. because like every time a team plays the Raiders and they have like the head coach up for like questions and like the, the defensive player or the offensive players, every time they play the Raiders, it's always like, hey, how do you stop Max Crosby? And it's like just him. There's just no one else you really need to worry about. And the thing is, you don't really know because like he's one of the best backside run defenders in the league because he just chases everything yeah, the, down. The, I, I think with the Dolphins played him, they were just kind of like, yeah, you know what? He's going to game wreck us. Let's just hope no one else does. Like you, you have to block him with 45 people and like hey, you have to hit him with a tranquilizer. The thing about what Crosby is doing too is that he's barely practiced in the last like three or four weeks. Cause he has yeah, a knee he has injury a, yeah, and he keeps I mean, not practicing. And then the Raiders are like, well, he's questionable. Well, also, and then he shows practice. up on Sunday and he's like, yeah, I'm playing. Of course I'm playing. And then he has like two and a half more sacks. Hey, I, I just want to shout out and he is not deserving of the award, but since we're talking about great performances this year, shout out Justin Matabuike for having at least half a sack in 11 consecutive games, tying an NFL record. That, that just deserves some praise. That's, incredible for an interior player that's a that's a really good shot it's a really good shot i think someone from the ravens is going to get some votes you don't it's really know it'll probably be roquan but i also think he's going to also run into the same thing fred warner did last year where like you're playing with a good like defensive lineman who's putting up numbers but the overall impact you have the higher overall impact on the game speaking of fred so, warner fred warner should also get more so, a lot of votes this year because he's Fred Warner like that's so real quick I have the draft or the defensive uh, player of the year odds pulled up right now uh and you guys were both wrong on who the guy who was like favored among Ravens players is, is according it, to this one site I don't know if it's true is it Kyle Hamilton not Kyle Hamilton who is it it's Humphrey? it's Geno Stone they have Geno Stone as the you know highest what? highest uh they have him at uh, plus 20,000. He's on the same pedestal as Justin Simmons, Justin Matabuike, actually, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Hassan Reddick, and Khalil Mack. So, you know, you know what? I can't knock it for real because he's second in the NFL. Air okay. Sex. Actually, actually, I, I very on brand here. I am an oh, idiot. Brother. And I miss oh, Robot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you have completely ruined Get out good, of here. good podcast audio by just I, being an idiot. I I so I have the list pulled up and I was like okay I'm just like quickly scrolling through I didn't search any names up but I saw Gino Stone and I'm like huh then I looked above him and I didn't see Roquan Smith for whatever reason I think I just read Smith I was like oh, if it's anyone not else did this we would cut it out of the show but because it was you we're keeping it in <laughs> we would have kept it in either way because I'm the one who produces these that's true that's true <laughs> but moving on to the next award we're gonna go to offensive player of the year AJ who was your offensive player of the year this year in the NFL. <clears throat> CMC. It, it's it's Christian McCaffrey. I, I I it's either Christian McCaffrey or Tyree Kill. Uh it, I I just think Christian McCaffrey is just playing at such an unreal level for a running back. Like the gap between Christian McCaffrey and every other running back this year has been pretty stark. 
And so I I just think it it has to go to Christian McCaffrey. He's the key cog in in that whole 49ers offense. I I have to give it to him. Tyler, who's your pick? Tyreek. And I I think if you're going to have a conversation about what player is the most valuable to any specific team, Tyreek Hill is probably more valuable than any non-quarterback to any team in the National Football League. Uh, when he's on the field, everything just runs different with Miami. Everything feels different. And then he goes out there and does things that you've never seen before. And you'll probably never see again because guys that are that fast are just not good receivers in the national football league. They are not good route runners. And he has found a way to utilize legit Olympic style track speed and figure out how to be a good route runner. And it's, it's truly special. Um, I, I will say it, it is not the same equivalent, but if we're going to talk about CMC as offensive player of the year, I think we need to at least mention the name Raheem Mostert, who has put up absolutely insane numbers for that Miami Dolphins team. It is not a one-to-one and Mostert should not win the award, but I think he should at least get mentioned because he's been nuts this year as well. Kevin, who is your pick for offensive player of the year? I just have to say, I love Raheem Mostert. That's a little... That that's a little out there, Tyler. I just said he deserves mention. I don't even for how great he he's been. That's all, man. Uh, regardless, uh, mine is obviously Tyreek Hill, right? Like I'm the Dolphins fan, and I'm going to be the biased Dolphins fan. And what the Dolphins have done when he's on the field compared to when he's not on the field, I think the Titans game kind of proves that like that offense needs Tyreek Hill to be healthy. Uh, I will say, like C.D. Lamb, I think if he didn't have this, like sort of late season blip of like the last few games hasn't been as effective as that middle of the season stretch where you had like 150 yards for like four straight games or whatever he had like he would be up there for consideration because the Cowboys are playing well this season and he's putting up numbers uh but it, I think it's between McCaffrey and Hill I would give it to Hill but I don't think there's like a bad option between those two Katzen who's your pick as of week 15, uh, Christian McCaffrey is the only running back over 1,000 yards. He also leads the league in rushing yards by over 300 yards. Uh, Tyreek Hill, while having 1,500 yards this season, only leads receiving by 230-something. That's crazy. Um, because A.J. Brown is right there. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. But also, also, let's be clear. AJ, yeah, A.J. Brown has about 1,300. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is also over 1,300 um, both those guys have fewer touchdowns than Tyreek does, but McCaffrey is uh, the only running back over a thousand yards and he's at almost 1300 for the season. Um, so yeah, man, I'm going to give it to Christian McCaffrey. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go completely on brand with my pick. He's not going to win, but this is my, this is my turn. I'm going to pick Trent Williams as offensive player of the year. And here is why. With Trent Williams on the field, the 49ers rushing EPA per play is 0.07. With him off the field, it's negative 0.16. With him on the field, the passing EPA is 0.28. Off the field, 0.12. There's a very, very big difference when 71 is on the field and when 71 is off the field. Christian McCaffrey is very effective when they run behind 71. Not saying Christian McCaffrey is not effective without Trent Williams on the field, but that offense is at its best when they run behind Trent Williams. And he's single-handedly, not single-handedly because Kyle Shanahan's great, but he is keeping a 49ers offensive line that really isn't that great afloat. 
Like, I think we've kind of like, oh, the 49ers offensive line is good. Yeah, it's got Trent Williams. And yeah, like it's Trent Williams should get votes for offensive player of the year. He will, I don't think an offensive lineman will ever win offensive player of the year because it is a stats and like, it's again the jingling keys, like, oh, big numbers go boom. Trent Williams is the offensive player of the year because he is that valuable to a 49ers offense that is the best in the league. So we're going to transition this one into offensive rookie of the year. Uh, Tyler, who's your pick? If if you say anybody other than C.J. Stroud, I don't think you've watched any Texans football. Stroud already looks like a borderline top five quarterback in the National Football League as a rookie. Um, it, it's to me, it's cut and dry. It he's been absolutely phenomenal, and it's it's Stroud. So I'm gonna go next. I'm not gonna pick C.J. Stroud. Ooh. I'm I'm going with Sam Laporta. Uh, Detroit oh, Lions tight end. Look, man, he has been one of the best tight ends in the NFL this year, and he's been there. What he's been their wide receiver one. Amon Ross St. Brown has kind of operated in the in-between areas. Sam Laporta is their most explosive target as a tight end, and the Detroit Lions offense is good. I kind of went back and forth with him and Jameer Gibbs for this, and of course, C.J. Stroud is in contention, but I'm going to give it to Sam Laporta. This, again, is an incredibly on-brand pick for me, but I'm going with Laporta. Alex, you you made a funny look when Tyler said C.J. Stroud was a borderline top-five quarterback. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna let you refute. I'm gonna let you refute that. But also, give us your pick for offensive rookie of the year. Listen, man. There's a lot of good quarterbacks in the league. I just think the top five is a little bit aggressive. There's like I just twelve think top it's a five very small sample size, and top five is a little bit aggressive. That's all I'm saying. Um, I think that offensive rookie of the year is pretty clearly going to be Stroud. Um, I do want to, uh, however, do a uh, brand vamping, which is uh, Puka Nakua, baby. Uh, you dub legend Puka Nakua. Uh, he is one, two, three, four, five, sixth in receiving yards in the whole NFL as a rookie. They got drafted on day three. He's got 11,000, he's got 1163 yards. You're not supposed to be able to do that <laughs> as like I a think he's fifth like, round pick. He's like only a few, he's like 300 yards off of Jamar Chase for rookie record. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not he, sure how far he's off he is. Close. He's pretty close. He's he's pretty close. He is pretty close. Um, even after Cooper Cup has come back, like Nakua has kind of still been like a main guy for them. And a lot of people thought that he was going to kind of take a back seat once Cup came back from the ankle injury. Uh, and that hasn't happened. He's just been phenomenal the whole time. And um, you know, shout out to uh me and my buddies sitting in the UW student section in the rain back in like 2017, being like we watched one game of that man, and then he broke his foot, and we were like, that guy's an NFL player. And we were right. Offensive AJ, Rookie of the Year, Puka Nakua. AJ, who is your pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year? You know, I really appreciate Alex picking Puka, uh, but it my pick is not Puka. I'm going with Jameer Gibbs, baby. Give yep. me Jameer Gibbs. Leads the NFL in, yard, in yards per attempt. Leads the NFL in, in explosive rushes. Uh, he's one of the best highest producing running backs this year when he is on the field with for Detroit it's such a stark difference once he started putting things together he's been virtually unstoppable just complete corner eraser i i mean i i love watching jameer like 
Tyler's point about CJ Stroud being a legit like top five borderline top five quarterback, I think we could probably start having that conversation about Jameer Gibbs at running back. Kevin also looks like he's shadow banned again, but Kevin, who is your pick for offensive rookie of the year? Man, I'm tired. We're filming this on National Signing Day, and you know, I'm busy. Uh regardless, uh it's probably going to be CJ Stroud. Uh I would say, like, this is not who I think will win it. Uh, Rasheed Rice has been really good the last four weeks. And uh, I have a stats up. From the last four weeks, he has 334 receiving yards and three touchdowns. If you average that out over, like, a 17-game season, it's like 1,400 receiving yards. He's helping keep that offense afloat with Travis Kelsey. He is arguably one of the only reasons why that offense has remained afloat for half the year uh, at times. And – Again, like they haven't been great the last four weeks when he's putting up these numbers. They're two and two. They lost to what Green Bay and Buffalo. Like he's not going to win this award, but there is consideration that like he's been one of the more impressive offensive rookies. Uh, and for Tyler only, shout out Jordan Addison, who to some extent kept that Vikings offense afloat when Justice Jefferson was shelved for half the season, if not more. And he was incredibly impressive and you know, he was the second receiving option when they had to have Josh Dobbs, Nick Mullins, Jared Hall for one drive, throw him the ball. Like there is, he has been one of the better rookie wide receivers in football. And I think to some degree, like we're still not talking about him much because as Alex mentioned, Puka Nakua is playing insane football right now. And if I was to pick a non quarterback to win the award, I'd probably go Nakua. Shout out to my takes with Jordan Addison as wide receiver one in this past this past draft. I ne- never wrong, just early. Um, I think the point about Rasheed Rice is really interesting because I also kind of think that kind of feeds into a Patrick Mahomes MVP case. He's not going to win, but it's very much the LeBron case where it's like he's always going to be there because he's the best player in football and he's having to drag. 34-year-old Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, and a SoundCloud rapper. Nine and five. Justin Watson. Nine of, like, the Chiefs are still in position to have the number one Mo seed Bongo. at nine and five with Kadarius Tony dropping a pass every four targets. I just think I that's just, really impressive. I just want to say it is somehow impressive that we have probably gone through about 10 MVP candidates. <laughs> the NFL this year is kind of wide open when it comes to value. We 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 have went from like normal candidates to Patrick Mahomes should get some consideration, guys. I mean, it's the, it's I mean, the LeBron he should, thing. He should. He's the best player in the um, league. Like he's he's not playing like I have this a year, comp to some degree. Uh-oh. I have a comp. Kadarius Tony is uh, Cavaliers J.R. Smith, and That's Patrick Mahomes right. no, is LeBron. No, Cavaliers J.R. Smith is Gabe Davis. Kadarius. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just Tony, talking about the Chiefs team right now. Kadarius yeah. Tony is um, Michael Porter Jr. Kadarius Tony is Michael Porter Jr. That's that's so much disrespect to Michael Porter Jr. Really? <laughs> that's, so, that's so disrespectful to Michael. Did Porter you watch Jr. him in the NBA Finals? That, that man is, shot like twenty percent from the that floor. Is, that is disrespectful to Michael Porter Jr. He should shoot better from the floor. Kadarius Tony is. All them dudes LeBron took to the finals against the Spurs. Kadarius Tony is 60 point Corey Brewer. No, Kadarius Tony is Eric Kadarius Tony's Booby Gibson. Y'all remember Booby Gibson from the Cavs. Who on the I have a question. Shout out Eric Snow. Hell yeah. Who who on the Chiefs currently is Austin Reeves? Who is 
Justin um, Watson. Worked Just, up white boy of the Chiefs. Justin Travis Watson. Elsie. Justin I Watson. Think Travis, I think it's Travis. No, no it's, Noah, it's Noah Gray. It's <laughs> Noah Gray. No yeah, Gray. it's, it's Noah every, Gray or Justin Watson, every week, one of those every guys. Week, Noah I think Gray. that Travis Kelsey is is pre massive contract Tristan Thompson when he was like actually a good player, <laughs> but he was dating a Kardashian because no. Tristan Thompson because Tristan Thompson was dating a Kardashian. No, that's Travis foul, Kelsey, dude. Travis Kelsey's Anthony Davis because they they very clearly don't move the same at this point in their careers and they're probably hurt. <laughs> and I, I think it's also like good. abundantly clear that like Travis Kelsey probably does not want to be here anymore. He would much rather, he much rather be laid up on the couch with Taylor Swift and buddy. I get, I respect that <laughs> so much. Um, we're going to go into defensive rookie of the year. I feel like this one's a little more wide open. Uh, AJ, who is your pick? <clears throat> Devin Witherspoon corner for Seattle. I, I ha- like when you Witherspoon has been absolutely, absolutely tremendous this year. Uh, sixth in completion percentage allowed, eighth in forced incompletion percentage, seventh in yards per coverage snap. Uh, he's playing outside, he's playing inside, he's phenomenal against the run. Like when, when you look at his complete resume, I think with, with what Witherspoon is putting out, and honestly, how important he has been for Seattle's defense this year when he's on the field, it's a totally different unit. Uh, I, I really think Witherspoon is, is – I don't know if he'll outright win it, but I definitely think he should be up there. Tyler, who's your pick? It's Will Anderson. Just – he's been an absolute wrecker for that uh, that Houston Texans team. And I give uh, – that front office, uh, their flowers, because moving up for him was absolutely buried by the majority of football media, and it has worked out tenfold so far. And it's he is their Nick Bosa in in that defense. That that's that's the position he's playing, and he's he's doing he's having a somewhat similar impact initially. I don't I don't think he's the same player, but. When you talk about what he's being asked to do, it's it's really impressive. Yeah, I think Will Anderson's a really good shout because he hasn't. I don't think he's gotten as much like name recognition because Devin Witherspoon and like Jalen Carter's played really well, but he's getting he's getting like superstar treatment from like opposing offenses as a rookie. Um, Katzen, who's your pick for defensive rookie of the year? I think it's got to be Jalen Carter. Um, he is getting into backfields faster than he drives uh, on every play. He's, you know, he's he's out there. Uh, he's he's been the Eagles' only good draft pick really this season. Um, all those other picks that they had earlier in the year uh, have not really panned out so far. Um, but he's been a big reason why the Eagles' defense uh, has been uh, as impressive as it has been. Um, you know, over the the last stretch here. And so I think that he's, um, you know, he's everything that he was billed as coming out of the draft. And so I think that he is the favorite as of right now. Um, He's probably who I would pick. Will Anderson Jr. is really close for me. Um, But I think that I'm going to go for Carter for right now. I, I did not uh, really want to do that, but have you seen like Jalen Carter's individual matchups of like who he has actually been produced, like who he's produced against the only offensive lineman he's had more than two pressures against are Antonio Mafi 
Sadiq Charles, Saidi Sow, and Lester Cotton. That that's it. Respect like, Lester Cotton. I don't I, think that the voters care. The the voters don't care, but I I think the on field product is is not quite as built up to be. Yeah, we are we are better than the voters. We know this. That's true. Yes. I'm glad you think I'm better than the voters. Oh, everybody but Kevin. I'm sorry. Thank you for letting me correct myself. Well, speaking of Kevin, Kevin, go ahead with your defensive rookie of the year pick. Uh, it is clearly – can't even think of a Dolphins rookie. They don't have any. I was going to make a joke here, but they don't have any. Cam Smith, no. Um, it's Will Anderson, right? Like he's playing really good football. And, you know, it's, it's a shame because he doesn't have any pass rush moves. So, like, it's really hard to – see him developing into something. I think that's a very niche joke that I just made on a podcast, but he has no no pass rush move. So it's really hard for him to translate. And I don't know if I'd go as far as to say he's like Dick Bosa, but he is playing really good football. And uh, I would say him or Dev, is it Devon? I I, I should know this. It's Devon Weatherspoon, I think. (laughs) You mean mean Devin Weatherspoon? You turned him into Devon what H. Hand. What is your problem? Dude, I'm cooked. I'm cooked. I'm so I, tired. I, I actually employed him. <laughs> I'm so this tired. Man, it's not even funny right now, I'm gonna be this honest. Said Devon Witherspoon with so much gusto. I just I, I just think that like <laughs> I, hate, I think that it's one of those two. He's like, been he's been watching I, too much Devon A chain. I have. He's really good at football. So my defensive rookie of the year pick, I've I want to go Will Anderson, but I don't think voters are going to go for his raw numbers. He only has five sacks this year, even though his win rate's extremely high. So I'm going to go with Brian Branch. I think Brian Branch is playing extremely good football. He is, again, he's kind of holding together that Lions secondary because of how impactful he is both in the run game and in the passing game. He completely negates slot receivers. And again, we talked about with the Texans, but the Lions draft kind of got panned for taking Gibbs, Jack Campbell, Sam Laporta, and Brian Branch on the first two days. That has turned out to be one of the better drafts like we have seen. And all those guys are impact players. Jack Campbell took a bit of a while to get going, but now that they actually play him at middle linebacker and not edge rusher, he's actually looked like a competent player. Gee, who would have thought that? Um but Brian Branch is going to be my pick for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, we're going to go to Assistant Coach of the Year. Uh, Alex, go ahead. Yeah, real quick, I just wanted to say on the Will Anderson Jr. point, um, what about Tyree Wilson, who uh, some teams had above him? What Whatever happened to him? Well, Where'd he go? See, you see, I don't know anybody really who thought Tyree Wilson was better than Will Anderson. Yeah, that's crazy. Who, who had Tyree Wilson? Yeah, that's crazy. That's how you showed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I was I was the idiot. I, I bought into the traits and hey, hey real yeah. quick, hey, real quick, Tyler, going back. I to wasn't even doing that bit to make it about Tyler because I forgot that he did that. So I think too. I thought we were yourself. making fun of Albert Breer. Like I, <laughs> that's where I thought we were at with hey, the bit. Hey Tyler, real quick, going back to wide receivers. Who was your wide receiver one last year? Oh boy, I had oh, Quentin Johnson wide receiver one by point <laughs> point four above Jordan Addison. Dude, that was 0. 0.42 high. <laughs> Not even 0. 0.4. Yeah, that was like 10 hey, points too high or whatever. You could have dropped him. I had four too high. You could have dropped him. Quinn Johnson loves that. <laughs> I I had Tank Dell very high. I think I had him seventh. 
That's, that's a good I love good Tank. I'll love, that. I'll love that. We're going to move to assistant coach of the year. Alex, I'm going to let you go first. Who is your NFL assistant coach of the year? Mm, Jim Schwartz, uh, Browns defensive coordinator. He is balling. He is so sick. Um, Jim, Jim, Jim Schwartz is awesome, dude. I love how he w- he's been a defensive coordinator and a head coach, and obviously he's been around the league forever before. And like, he got the Browns defensive coordinator job, and he was like, "I'm just gonna do the same thing again." And uh, his defense is just at a point where it perfectly counters against everything that modern offenses run. He is the epitome of the like born in the wrong generation thing, where like if he was forty instead of like 57 or however old he is, he'd be the number one head coaching candidate on the board. Like he'd be insane. Um, I do also want to shout out Mike McDonald, the Ravens defensive coordinator, who's done an excellent job kind of making a, making a meal out of scraps um, over there with all the injuries that they suffer every year. Cause they're the Ravens. Um, but yeah, Schwartz is Schwartz is balling. I love him. Uh, he is phenomenal. AJ, who's your pick for assistant of the year? Press Taylor. No, I'm I'm kidding. Oh I my god, I was <laughs> I was going to get violent. <laughs> Go ahead. No, but I, I I'm gonna take the obvious answer here with with Ben Johnson with the Detroit Lions. I mean, he has that offense humming. They've been they I think one of the best traits about them is that they've been able to adapt on the fly and I, I kind of when you're getting this level of play out of Jared Goff to the point where you can actually delude fans into thinking that he should get like a $250 million contract. Like I absolutely think that Ben Johnson, he's probably the, like the number one coaching candidate this year for, for a good reason. Tyler, who's your pick for assistant of the year? Brian Flores. It's Brian Flores. Uh, Not only did he take this 31st ranked defense from last year, and bring them up into the top 15. But he has done so essentially starting from scratch, fucking around and creating an entirely new defense in the process. And some of the things that he's been doing is just bonkers. He has played three safeties, 100% of the snaps, I think for five straight weeks. And there have been games where the Vikings have played two inside linebackers uh, on the second level, seven to 12 snaps. And they're just playing one. And the things he's been doing is incredible. And he's essentially doing it with the same roster. That was the 31st ranked defense last year. Um, Flores, there's been issues with him. Obviously uh, some of didn't like him as a head coach. He, he got blamed for some of the Tua stuff and he's suing the NFL. So that all those things could help the Vikings keep him next year, which please, for the love of God, I love watching this defense. But Flores has been incredible. And I could, I understand the argument for Jim Schwartz. I think it's great. But he has not improved a unit in the same way that Brian Flores has. Brian Flores calls defense like uh, making potions in Skyrim. <laughs> he's just he's in there. And he's got the whole menu of stuff. And he's just like, well, what happens if I just put all this stuff together? Do I get something good or bad? And he's just like, well, I guess we'll see. And he just throws it all together. And then the little mini menu pops up and you're like, you made a health potion. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. I guess it works. Uh, and that's Ivan Pace. You ever seen the movie <laughs> Accepted? 
where uh, the 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 guy who's just like that movie um, <laughs> 2006 2007 i think no. uh, uh, okay that's well, a reasonable thing to ask us then but no i have yeah. not seen that movie um so, well they obviously create a fake college and this one guy is like a stoner basically just his name's glenn he goes into the kitchen oh, and makes makes like these globs that are just they look like just dense cakes and they're apparently like the greatest thing of all time that's brian flores Brian Flores is the Moon Knight meme where he's like, random bullshit, go. And it works. Like, it's just, hey, we're going to. I I compared it to uh, Dale Gribble and King of the Hill doing the pocket sand. And he just throws pocket yep. sand at, opponent, at other teams. And it works. Kevin, who is your assistant of the year? I'm going to go with the defensive coordinator in the AFC. Uh, one who coached or coaches for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, not Vic Fangio, though. Rather, Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo, because that defense is playing really good, <laughs> like really good. And, uh, you know, they are winning with Jake Browning at quarterback. And I think that's partly Zach Taylor also being really good at designing an offense. But that defense is also playing really well. Uh, uh, yeah, like I think that like Lou Anarumo is not the most talked about Italian in the NFL because Tommy DeVito and Sean Solano has cornered the market on the mafia members in the NFL, but and Big Dom, <laughs> and Big Dom for the one week, Big Dom, yeah, <laughs> no, because they showed they showed him last on they Monday. showed him in the suite like he it was an Undertaker, the, yeah, the suite they got, they came on Big Dom. <laughs> they need they need he needed to be in the stands in case something went down. When the Seahawks staffer bumped into AJ Brown and they he was ready. At it, Big Don was sprinting down the suite. He was coming. He was going to run down onto the field like the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, no, but like I think Lou Anarumo and that defense deserves a lot of credit. And like Lou Anarumo, I think should probably get some head coaching interest this off season. Uh, yeah, Lou Anarumo. So my pick is Brian Flores and the Minnesota Vikings defense at one point they were fourth in the nfl and epa for play despite playing dj wanham as a spot dropper in cover two and having him run as the middle runner in cover two dj wanham who is 270 pounds and that shit is working so again the vikings are first in the nfl in snaps where they uh in passing snaps where with only three pass rushers with 122 the next highest is the New Orleans Saints with 65. <laughs> like, this is just, it's what they do. And again, with path passes on all passing attempts with six or more pass rushers, the Minnesota Vikings lead with 135 snaps. The next highest team is New England Patriots with 47. <laughs> like, they just do this. They, they throw everything at you. And it's worked. Like, for, it's... It's completely confused opponents. Like, and he's again, he's gotten great play out of rookie Makai Blackman at corner, a guy in Byron Murphy who was kind of like, oh, that's a cool piece to have, but it's not like he's a, oh my God, a great signing. Josh Metellus is playing everywhere. I need, I need to know how many miles Harrison Smith and Josh Metellus run in a football game. I need them to, I need them to put a GoPro on their helmet. They ain't had the Bijan cam for Harrison Smith and Josh Patelis because they're everywhere during the game. So I think Brian Flores should definitely win here. It's probably going to go to Ben Johnson because, like AJ said, he's tricked people into thinking Jared Goff is good. Um, but we're going to move to coach of the year. And I'm going to start with Tyler. 
Tyler, who is your NFL coach of the year? Kevin Stefanski. What he's done with that team and how he's had to maneuver with four starting quarterbacks and missing their top three offensive tackles due to season-ending injury and Nick Chubb being out and still uh, crafting a successful offense, making the ghost of Joe Flacco look competent, let alone good. And this defense being just absolutely incredible and being able to piece things together. I think they have what 16 or 17 season ending injuries to players. And they're still nine and five and humming right now leading into uh, the playoff run. It's just been an impressive, impressive season from Stefanski. And I I do also want to shout out to Miko Ryan's eight and six with what that Texans team looked like going into the year is a really, really impressive mark because he hasn't just gotten good play out of those top two draft picks. He got great play out of Tank Dell. He's gotten awesome play out of that defensive line. Derek Stingley looks like he's taking a step forward. Jalen Petrie, that team is really, really good, and it looks like it's going to be set up to be good for years to come. But I, I, I don't think it's anybody other than Stefanski. From one Kevin to another, Kevin, who is your pick for Coach of the Year? Uh, I'm going to go with, Indianapolis Colts head coach Shane Steichen because uh, they are currently like in the hunt to win the AFC South with Gardner Minshew as their quarterback. And a lot of it is to his credit because he's been able to build an offense that is easy enough for him to understand. That's easy. That's effective enough to beat teams. And for most of the year, it hasn't been Jonathan Taylor being their most productive running back. It's been Zach Moss. And like Zach Moss has had some good plays, and Michael Pittman has found his own as like a good wide receiver in this league. Like a lot of it is because of Steichen. And I think that to some degree, uh, you know, I would probably give Stefanski the nod over him in terms of like the fact that four quarterbacks they've won eight games and they are in the driver's seat of a playoff spot but oh is it nine games it's nine games sorry i'm a week behind on everything it appears uh but uh, i think steichen deserves a lot of credit and will be up there for coach the year and i think at this point it's between him and stefanski for me aj are you going with stefanski or steichen or you got somebody else in mind i i do i this whole time even when i wrote out a couple of these names um, I've I've really debated. I think D'Amico Ryan definitely deserves deserves credit. I also think Kevin Stefanski definitely does, but neither of those are are my pick. Uh, I, I this might be controversial, but Kyle Shanahan. I I, I get it. I mean, I mean well, like if nobody he, if nobody's gonna win MVP and nobody's gonna win Offensive Player of the Year, somebody has to get something. Yeah, and like. When you the architect of everything, I think is I mean it's Kyle Shanahan, but I think just the development of all of those players, the coaching, the it, the the fact that he is he is the the key cog in all of this. It it is it is Kyle Shanahan. I, I, it's really hard for me to sit there and look and go, yeah, you know what? They're the best offense in the NFL because of him making all of this work, developing all of those guys, finding roles for them and coaching them. It, I, I, it's really hard for me to sit there and go, you know what? He's definitely the most deserving or not the most, excuse me. Alex, who's your pick? 
my pick was going to be Steichen kind of for the same reasons that Kevin laid out of like, this is a team that went four twelve and one last year and had Jeff Saturday coaching for like three games. Uh, and they really didn't change anything except cutting all of their old players to replace them with guys that had never played in the league before. And also Gardner Minshew, who wasn't supposed to play this season. Um, but like the job that Steichen has done transforming that offense into something that is like actually NFL viable. And like they have the defense with like basically all rookie corners performing fairly well. And like they've finally realize that like they have linebackers that aren't named Shaq Leonard that are capable of covering the pass uh, and they are playing those guys and surprise it's going well. Um, I think that the job that he's done has been incredible. The fact that they're still in the playoff picture uh, is both a testament to the fact that like they've done a tremendous job and also a testament to the fact that every AFC quarterback uh, is in super hell. Um, I do think that the other option is probably D'Amico Ryans, uh, the guy on the other side of the AFC South, um, kind of the same thing, but, um, you know, obviously has had a little bit less adversity, but you could argue came into the season with lower expectations and has done more. Um, and then obviously Stefanski's done a tremendous job as well with all the adversity this season. Um, I do wonder how much the expectations coming into the year, even though the roster is not even remotely the same as to what it was coming into the year, uh, does kind of affect his candidacy as coach of the year um, when it comes down to the real thing, though. So I was going to go with Kevin Stefanski, then Tyler said that, then Kevin and Alex went Shane Steichen, and then AJ went to Kyle Shanahan. So I'm going to go with the guy, again, very on-brand pick for me, Dan Campbell, coach of the year. Because he has given Detroit fans hope, and Detroit fans haven't had hope since Lyndon Johnson was president. So it just the we make a lot of like the word culture and what that means, but the culture Dan Campbell has instilled in Detroit, it shows on the field. Oftentimes a team is a reflection of their coach. And you can tell that team is a reflection of their coach. Those guys have full buy-in. They they do everything that like every like NFL like person on Twitter wants them to do. They run the ball so you get the film guys going, but they also go for it on fourth down. So the analytics nerds love them. He is the perfect like mind meld of football Twitter. So I'm gonna go with Dan Campbell here. Unless there are any other awards that we are thinking of, like I just, I just want to say real quick that Dan Campbell has Detroit fans excited, while the Detroit Pistons have lost every game since before Halloween. Like they are awful, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, that doesn't matter." The Tigers are also bad. I'm <laughs> just like, "Yeah, that doesn't matter." We've got the Lions. Like you know how crazy it is. How are the Red Wings doing? They're okay. Probably yeah. bad. Probably bad. But also, Detroit they said Patrick Kane as a hopeful thing. Detroit is still faster. in position to mm. have the two seed. Like, depending on how their game against Dallas goes, they could get the two seed as well. Um, we're going to do comeback. Eh. It's DeMar Hamlin. Next question. We're, we're <laughs> going we're gonna to move on to the all pro teams. We're going to move on to the all pro teams. I'm going to, we're going to go rapid fire. And then I'm going to ask one of you guys to explain the picks that you have for All-Pro. We're just going to do first team All-Pro. So we're going to – fine, we'll do second team All-Pro. We're doing this live. 
First team all pro quarterback, Tyler Go. Lamar Jackson. AJ. Lamar. Kevin. Lamar. Alex. Yep. Clean sweep. All right. We're going Lamar, first team all pro quarterback. All first second team all pro quarterback. We're gonna go the inverse way. Alex. Dak Prescott. Kevin. Dak Prescott. AJ. No, actually, scratch that. Brock Purdy. Oh, my God. AJ. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. Tyler. Josh Allen. I'm going to go. Dang. You're the tiebreaker. I know. I'm going to go. Don't Brock say Brock Purdy. Purdy. Oh, boo. Brock Purdy. I, I think I would. the numbers are going to give it. The numbers that he puts up are going to give him second team all pro. It's. I thought these were our awards, not predictions. Good grief. All right. First team all pro running back. Kevin. Uh Raheem Christian Moster. <laughs> no, moving on. AJ, who is that? <laughs> AJ, go. Kevin Christian McCaffrey. Raheem Moster as first team all pro running back. Kevin picking all pro running backs Tyler. like Andre takes Ocho Cinco and the retired That's back fine. in the league. Tyler. Um, it's Christian McCaffrey. Alex. Uh, real quick, I do just want to point out that <laughs> Kevin said Raheem Christian Mostert when Raheem Mostert's legal name is Dominique Raheem Mostert. Uh, also, it's Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. <laughs> wait, wait, his first name's Dominique? No way, that's sick. I didn't even know that. That's just so on brand. It's the most on-brand thing to ever happen on this show. It's Christian McCaffrey, uh, my second team All-Pro running back. I'm I'm gonna say Raheem Mostert. I'm gonna say Raheem Mostert, second team All-Pro running back. Uh, AJ, Jameer Gibbs. Ooh, Tyler, Mostert. Alex, Mostert. Kevin, you already said Mostert is first. Yeah, I think I have to put Christian McCaffrey here. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, so you bum Christian Raheem McCaffrey. We're just Christian, gonna combine them. <laughs> Christian Raheem McCaffrey. His his dad's name. His dad's you name. You can't was, say that. His dad's name was Ed. Ain't no way he named you his child. You can't be Raheem. talking like that, white baby. <laughs> you don't name your white baby Raheem. That's like naming Alex Mac Javon. Like, come on, man. What are you doing? I also want to bring up that the other kid's name is Luke. That's like uh, Oregon tight end Terrence Ferguson. <laughs> what? You named this kid Terrence? Listen, um, on my YouTube show, we have subscribers, and we've got about 15 of them. And one pops up in the chat tonight, and I didn't realize that he was he had named himself Turd Ferguson. That's better than Terrence. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know if that's better than Terrence. I'm going to be honest okay. with you. We're going to move on to fullback. Now that that's included, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go Kyle check. Tyler? This is a really tough one because um, there are so many talented fullbacks in the league. But I'm going to go with Juice check. AJ? I'm going to uh, make Kevin happy. Alec Ingold. Tyler? Not Tyler. Kevin? 
Alec Ingold. Alex? Use check. All right. Second team. Second team fullback. Kevin? Use check. AJ? Kyle, use check. Tyler? Um, Ingold. Alex? Uh, Patrick Ricard. I'm also going to go Patrick Ricard. I okay. think he's yeah. not, he doesn't get a lot of credit for what yeah. he's been and having to kind of do different things under Tom Munkin than he has with Greg Roman. But that dude's putting D lineman in the dirt. Like that's, that's a real thing that Pat Ricard does. It's awesome. So got to shout him out. Uh, we're going to do, do we want to do two or three first team wide receivers? We'll do two. I think you got to do three. Right? We'll do two. So, AJ, it's, I think it's three. Oh, boy. I guess we're it doing doesn't it. matter. We're doing two. Who are you? The... Okay, we're going to we're going to sell this with a vote. This is, we're doing this live, folks. Uh, AJ, are you on three or two? Three. Alex. Wow, that is a brutal vote. Uh, three wide receivers. AJ. We should do eight go. wide receivers on the first team. Let's just keep Sh- going. Shut up, Kevin. AJ, your three first team all pro receivers. So I'm going to go Tyreek Hill, uh, Brandon Ayuk, and CD Lamb. Alex? Uh, Tyreek, CD, and Keenan Allen. Tyler? Tyreek, CD, Pukanakua. Kevin? I'm going to follow up with Alex here. Tyreek, CD Lamb, and Keenan Allen. I'm going to go Tyreek, CD, and oh gosh. I think I'm going to go AJ Brown. Second team, second team all pro. We're going to start with the edge lord, uh, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> your second team all pro. <laughs> I, I, I can't fix it. This, this, I don't have good lighting in this room. Um, I'm going to go Stefan Diggs, Brandon Ayuk, AJ Brown. Katzen? AJ Brown, Brandon Ayuk, Puka Nakua. AJ? I'm going to go uh, AJ Brown, Amonra St. Brown, and Puka Nakua. Tyler? Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown, Brandon Ayuk. I'm going to go full NFC West. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Puka Nakua. I just think having Debo on there, he's kind of like a mind meld of like running back and receiver, but I also think he is one of the more valuable people on that team because of like just what he adds after the catch. Like Debo it, was seventh with Ayuk for me. Like that was close for me between, the choosing the, like between those two. It's Every just, time it's I see Debo successful, I I pray to God that I, I get to see Percy Harvin in a, in a modern-day offense when I get to heaven. I just – it's so crazy how he just bounces off of linebackers. Like, that's their – like, you're not supposed to be able to do that as a receiver. But first-team all-pro tight end. Tyler, go for it. I'm going to go TJ Hawkinson. On-brand pick. AJ. Uh, I'm also going with TJ Hawkinson. Kevin? Hawkinson. Alex? Yep, I'm there. Looks like sweep for Hawkinson. 
We're going full TJ Hawkinson on this one, who plays like an actual Viking. Uh, second team All-Pro tight end. Tyler, we're going to start with you again. I still think he's manufactured, but you can't argue with the numbers. Sam Laporta. AJ? Sam Laporta. Kevin? I'm going to go George Kittle. Alex? Travis Kelsey, but only with Taylor Swift in attendance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the person who I thought was the best tight end in the NFL for at least up to like last year, but I'm going George Kittle. Um, now we get to the part where we all that we all love. We're getting to the offensive line. Uh, left tackle. We're gonna start left tackle first. I'm gonna go first here. I'm going Trent Williams. Alex. Trent Williams. Kevin. Trent Williams. AJ. Trent Williams. Tyler. Trent Williams. I was gonna say if you choose Darisaw, which is fine. No, but, no, no. I was not gonna choose Darisaw. I thought about Laramie Tunsil. You know, that's a good that's a good second pick because I was gonna choose Larry Larry Tunzel as my second team all all pro left tackle. So we got all pro left tackle, second team out the way. AJ, second team all pro left tackle. Tyron Smith. Alex. Uh Darisaw. Kevin? I'm gonna be born here, Darisaw. Okay. Left guard. AJ, you're up. Uh, Tyler Smith. Tyler? Tyler Smith. I'm also going to go Tyler Smith. Alex? I'm there. Tyler Smith. Kevin? Tyler Smith. And we're going to start with Alex for second team. Uh, Joe Tooney. I'm going to go Quentin Nelson. Tyler? Quentin Nelson. AJ? Quentin Nelson. And Kevin? Joe Tune. All right. First team All-Pro Center. I think we can speak for everybody when we say Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey, but only when he doesn't have to tush-push because I know okay. he gets that. AJ <laughs> is not picking Jason Kelsey as his first team All-Pro Center. I have a feeling I know who it is, but go for it. Lloyd Cushenberry. Frank the Tank, baby. Frank yep, Ragno. I knew you guys choose Frank Ragno. <laughs> Listen, the like when he's on the field versus not on the field for that Detroit Lions offense, it is it's a huge difference. Huge difference. And, and and he's Frank the Tank. Like, how can you not pick Frank the Tank Ragno? Just, That's he's dope. a huge difference. But man, I just I can't see what Jason Kelsey like does like on a daily for this offense while being two hundred and sixty five pounds. <laughs> And I'd be like, that's an all, that's a first team All Pro. I mean, with the success that they have on the Tush Push, and him just being at the bottom of the pile, just like suffering on every play, like that's that guy deserves something. I'm going to choose Frank Ragnow as my second team All Pro. I I have Kelsey as my second team. So, Kevin, Ragnow, Alex, are we doing second team? Yes. Yeah, Ragnow. Tyler? Uh, I, I hope I'm not going too far out there because I've loved what I've seen so far. Tyler Linderbaum. It's a good pick. That's a good pick. If you want to delve more into that, then go ahead. No, I, I just think he's played great. I can, <laughs> I really considered him first team, but I, it, no. I couldn't say no to Jason Kelsey. <laughs> Thanks for the great podcast. He said show. absolutely not. I'm Thanks not going to explain it. Thanks for the content. Hey, do you want to explain that? No. 
Word. All right. We'll start with you for first team all pro right guard. Uh, Zach Martin. AJ. I I have a, a different pick. Uh, Chris Lindstrom. Kevin. I was going to go Chris Lindstrom. I thought I was being special, but I guess not. Alex. I had Lindstrom too. I'm going to go Shaq Mason. As someone whose team has faced Shaq Mason multiple times this year, Shaq Mason's not fun to go against. Um, I will say Lindstrom is my second team all-pro. AJ? Martin. But I do want to give a shout-out to Kevin Dotson because he's yeah, played he's, phenomenal. He's played great. Game. He's played great. Tyler? Lindstrom. Alex? I was honestly going to say Dotson. Kevin? I was going to say Dotson, too. I think he's been incredible. All right. We're going to start with Kevin for first-team All-Pro right tackle. I will not be saying Austin Jackson, but shout-out Austin Jackson. Uh, Panay Sewell. I'm also going to go Panay Sewell. AJ? Make it three for three. Panay Sewell. Is this going to be a sweep for Panay Sewell? Any, anybody else not going for Panay Sewell here? I'm, I'm debating not, but I think I'm going to go Panay. All right, and I kind of was going to go into what he's done this year. He's been phenomenal. I mean, you can look at any metric. Um, when they run behind him, it's always successful. Uh, second team, all-pro right tackle. Tyler, go for it. Lane Johnson. AJ? Lane. Is this going to be a sweep for Lane? Because I'm also saying Lane Johnson. Austin Jack, no. <laughs> nope, nope, we're locking that in. Yeah, okay, cool. Austin Jackson. Book in, it. Lock you in. son of a bitch. You <laughs> slimy bastard. Raheem Christian Austin Jackson Moster. <laughs> I'm going to have a couple biased offense picks here. This is fun. All right, we're going to go to Edge. We're going to start with Edge. Uh, my two Edges this year are my first team All Pro are Micah Parsons and Miles Garrett. Tyler? Miles Garrett and Daniel Hunter. AJ? I'm with you, Micah Parsons and Miles Garrett. Katzen? Miles Garrett and Max Crosby. Kevin? Garrett and Crosby. All right, so second team, I'm going to go Daniel Hunter and Max Crosby. Tyler? Max Crosby and Micah Parsons. AJ? Uh, Max Crosby and Nick Bosa. <laughs> Alex. Don't even. I know what you're uh, don't even. Parsons and Khalil Mack. Oh, that's a good one. I was gonna shout out Khalil Mack at the end of this. Uh Kevin. Parsons and I'm considering if I want to say it for the jokes. I will hurt you. I'm not going to. Shout out Bradley Chubb, but Daniel oh Hunter deserves it. Oh, my God. I said Daniel Hunter deserves it, dude. <laughs> he didn't deserve a shout out. Is there a dolphin you shout Anthony out, Kevin? Kevin? Yes, there are plenty I will not shout out. You know out. what? If we're being homers, shout out Josh Allen. Yeah, shout out Josh yeah. Allen, too. He's been really good this year. Should Josh Josh shout out to Michael yeah. Hoyt for being... <laughs> shout out to Michael <laughs> Hoyt for guarding slot receivers. For being shout, out shout out Michael Hoyt for being there. You know, uh, AJ, we're going to start with you. Michael Hoyt, come on the podcast. Oh, we'd love to have you on. Michael Hoyt, if you're listening, because we know you are, come on the pod. AJ, 
first team all pro defensive tackles defensive tackles uh aaron donald and dexter lawrence alex same tyler aaron donald and justin matabuike i'm giving him some praise sexy dexy and again one of the best nicknames in football aaron donald Okay, I was like, is one of the best nicknames in football, Aaron Donald? No, 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 it's Sexy Dexy. Aaron Donald, one of the best nicknames in football. Very creative nickname, Aaron Donald. (laughs) Mine are Dexter Lawrence and Aaron Donald. My second team, I'm going to go Justin Matabuike and, screw it, I'm going to go Zach Sealer. Kevin? I actually was going to go Christian Wilkins because uh, I think he's been really good this year. But I am going to go Matabuike and Quinton Williams as much as it pains me because Quinton Williams is really good at football. Captain? Quinton Williams and Justin Matabuike. AJ? You know, I really thought I was going to put Matabuike on here and nobody else would pick Matabuike because I thought somebody was going to pick like Chris Jones or, or somebody else. Um, but no, it's Quinton Williams and Justin Matabuike. Tyler? Uh, Quinton Williams, Chris Jones. There it is. Um, we're going to go to slot corner. I think this one's interesting. This is the new position that they're adding in. Um, my first team all-pro slot corner is Trent McDuffie. AJ? Michael Carter for the Jets. Kevin? Mike Hilton. Alex? McDuffie. Tyler? McDuffie. And Tyler, we're going to start with you for second team, all pro slot corner. Pass. I need more time. (laughs) Thanks again. You're just completely blowing up the podcast. That is not a player. Name a player next time. They don't pass at slot corner. They intercept passes. Either way, fine. Alex, who's your second team slot corner? Um, Carter. Kevin? Do I get left off the pot if I say Teron Johnson? No, because... Yes. <laughs> Teron Johnson's absolutely... good, but you get left off the pot anyway. <laughs> That's fair. I'll allow it. AJ? Uh, Nate Hobbs. For the Raiders. I'm going to go to Ron Johnson as well. Um, We're going to go to linebacker. You get two linebacker spots. Uh, Do do I get to pick my slot corner? I'm ready now. Oh, you want to go now? (laughs) Mike Hilton. He goes on his own time. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that, Tyler. Uh, Linebackers. We're going to start with Alex. Um, Roquan and Quincy Williams. AJ? I'm going to also go with Roquan, but my second pick, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, the Cleveland Browns. That's a brand pick. <laughs> That's a brand pick. Kevin? Very on brand. I had a really boring Fred Warner and Roquan Smith. Tyler? Fred Warner and Quincy Williams. So I was going to say just pick the two best linebackers and put them here, but I kind of want to do a Mike and a Will, like legitimately. Um, I'm going to go Fred Warner and the best tackler in the NFL, Quincy Williams. 
Uh, AJ, what's your second team? So I'm going to put Fred Warner there, but also shout out to Mario Davis for the Saints. Tyler? Uh, Roquan Smith and Jordan Hicks, who's out of his mind. Um, I will go Demario Davis and Fred Warner. Shout out my hometown. Kevin? I will not be doing it, but I know I think you all know what I wanted to do. Uh, Quincy Baker. Williams and Demario Davis. You know what? I'm going to pick two mics here and be a homer. Roquan Smith and Foye Aluakun, who he is was close for me. Foye who was single-handedly really keeping this defense afloat. <laughs> like he's, <laughs> he's trying he's, his hardest. He's trying his best. I really thought we had three linebacker spots, so Oluokun was my was one of my second teams. If we had yeah. three, David yeah, Long is on my third team, by the way. All right, you disgust me. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> All right, That's why Kevin, I said it. Kevin, you get two first team corners. Who are your picks? Corners? Yes. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have to say it. He's like done insane. Give me. Uh, Deron Bland. I, I'm gonna get the name eventually, guys. Don't worry. Give me Deron Bland and Paulson Adebo. He's been really good this year. Alex, I had Adebo and uh, Jalen Johnson. AJ, I have Jalen Johnson and Sauce Gardner. Tyler, Jalen Johnson and Deron Bland. I'm going to go Deron Bland and Legereus Steve from the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been basically like an in and out plays out now with Trip with Trip McDuffie in the slot. Been awesome this year. My second team, I'm going to go Jalen Johnson and Sauce Gardner. Alex? I will go um, Sauce Gardner and Deron Bland, but also shout out Darius Williams. Yeah. Darius Williams, who is insane. Just he's like, again, five nine, but dog in him off the charts. Kevin, yep. Jalen Johnson and Jalen Ramsey, AJ. So I didn't have him in the slot corner because I had him on here, Trent McDuffie. And my second one is going to be Darius Williams. I had him written down from the get go. I was like, I love go. Darius Williams back as a Ram. That's my guy. Just, the way he plays is so freaking fun, man. It's contagious. He's awesome. Tyler? Uh, Sauce Gardner and Jalen Ramsey. But shout out to Caleb Evans for being a stud. All right. We're going to start with you for safety. Safety this year is going to be kind of interesting. There's like, again, like, Hafanga got hurt. Then you get two safeties. Derwin has been weird this year. Uh, who are your two safeties? I'm going to go off the wall here. Uh, Brian Branch, Josh Metellus. I love the Josh Metellus pick. He's insane. <laughs> I, I, love safety. I love that pick. AJ, go ahead. So my two, I'm going to say Jesse Bates and Quandre Diggs. Alex? Jesse Bates and AJ's favorite player, Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> Kevin? Javon Holland or Jesse Bates? I'm going to go Jesse Bates and Kyle Hamilton. My second team, I'm going with Quandre Diggs and Josh Metellus. 
love I just love how they just use him everywhere. He's got he's got to be on here. Tyler, who is your second team? Kyle Hamilton and Jesse Bates. AJ. God, all these freaking Kyle Hamilton picks, freaking linebacker. <laughs> Anyways, give me Antoine Winfield Jr. and oh. Grant Delpit. Oh, that's a good well, pick. Good call on Delpit. Well, Delpit's going to miss the rest of the season. <laughs> uh, Katzen. Uh, Holland and uh, Delpit, but he's on the IR, so I will also take Antoine Winfield. Kevin. <laughs> I'm going to please AJ so much here by saying Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> and Antoine Winfield. I wanted to say Gino, Gino Stone, but I just wanted to say Kyle Hamilton to see his reaction. All right. We got a couple, a, a few more. We're going to start with Kicker. We're going to start with Alex because this is his expertise right here. First team. Brandon Aubrey. There we go. Kevin. Brandon Aubrey. I'm also disappointed you didn't mention me for any of the special teams as if this is not we, my brand. We're anymore. coming up on it. AJ. <laughs> this is my brand. Get out of here. <laughs> Brandon Aubrey. For White me. man Everybody stealing from minorities again. <laughs> Are we all going Brandon Aubrey here? I'm going Brandon Aubrey. I think we all are, yes. Tyler? I'm debating against it, but I'm taking Brandon Aubrey. Okay, then who is your second guy? Justin Tucker. AJ? Justin Tucker. Kevin? Matt Gay. Ooh, good call. Good call. Alex? Also Matt Gay. I'm going to go... I'm going to be a homer. And actually, no, I'm not. Justin Tucker. All right. Uh, punter. Alex, we're going to start with you again. AJ Cole from the Raiders. Speaking of AJs, AJ. Also AJ Cole from the Raiders. Tyler? Trent Taylor from Iowa. No, a AJ Cole. Trent Taylor or That's Torrey Taylor? That's not even Taylor? his name. <laughs> uh, I, Trent Taylor. <laughs> I, I, I messed up. I'm tired. <laughs> But you pulled a I, Kevin. I was trying to make a joke and I pulled a Kevin. Um, this is embarrassing. AJ crazy, Cole. crazy, unforced error. Kevin, AJ Cole, Homer. I'm going Logan Cook. Second team is AJ Cole. AJ, who's your second team? I've really thought about this. Um, it's, I, I gotta go Jake Camarda for the Bucks. Oh, that's a good one. Tyler, I'm also gonna go Jake Camarda from the Bucks. Katzen. Uh, I'm tempted to go with J.K. Scott, who randomly increased his net punt yardage by 10 yards in the middle of the season. But I will go with Bradley Pinion from the Falcons. Kevin? Pinion's a good one, but I'm going to go Camarda. All right, and we'll start with Kevin for this one. Special teamer. Oh, this is my favorite. Uh, first team, I'm going to go Miles Killebrew. He is incredible on special teams. Uh, you know, he's just all over the place on special teams. And I could go for 10 minutes about it, but I won't. Katzen. Commander special teamer Terrell Burgess, who I played basketball with in high school. <laughs> AJ. Uh I I this was really tough. Um I kind of like Ashton Davis for the Jets. Tyler. I'm also gonna go Burgess. He's been nuts this year. I'm also gonna go Ashton Davis. He's been insane for the Jets, who have punted a lot. Um my second team, I'm going to go. With Miles Killebrew, shout out to Brendan Schooner, who randomly during the Dolphins Patriots game started a wave of using motion and kick 
and field goal blocks that no everybody's tried to do but nobody can do. Kevin, I have yeah, to what you're going with. But. I don't I don't like that you mentioned that. No, I'm not going Najee Thompson. He's just not been consistent enough. Uh, I have two. It's Ty Chandler and Elijah Campbell. I'm going to go Ty Chandler because he is my favorite punt protector in the league, and he plays all over special teams, and he does all of them incredibly well. Captain? I will go with Schooler, but Killebrew is my honorable mention. AJ? I'm going to go JT Gray for the Saints. That's a good one. He's really Tyler? Good. I will also be going Ty Chandler. All right, and last one, we're going to go return specialist. No long snapper? No long snapper? We want to do long – we'll do long snapper. <laughs> Only Alex and I, I think, want to do it. All right, Absolutely. we're, gonna, we're do doing long snapper, snapper but, y'all, but y'all two rapid fire. All right, uh, Alex, you want to go first with your two, and then I'll go with mine? Sure. sure. First team, Josh Harris. Second team, Chris Stoll from the Seahawks. Chris Stoll, first team, Blake Ferguson, second team. Anybody else? Any objections? Or else hold your peace. All right, we're going to go return specialist. Kevin, we're going to start with you this time. Cavante Turpin. Harris was a close third, by the way, Alex. AJ. Keyshawn Nixon for the Packers. Tyler? I'm also going to go Keyshawn Nixon. I'm going Keyshawn Nixon. Captain? Um, I'll go Turpin. All right, second team, Alex. I will go with Darius Davis from the Chargers. Kevin? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals rookie, Charlie Jones. Uh, AJ? I'm going on brand here. Marvin Mims for the Broncos. That's so on brand. Tyler? I am also going to go Marvin Mims, one of the uh, two individuals to have returned a kick or punt for a touchdown this year. Oh, boy. Sorry, just go, kick. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Cavante Turpin. Parker Washington is not good at what he does special teams wise, which is why they brought back Jamal Agnew. Off also, of that real hit. quick, real quick, JP, can I end this on a shout out for a returner? Go ahead, Andrew Beck. Mm, good call. That's a good call. All right. Well, that is our awards. Of course, we we're going to get into the worst players of the year. I feel like that would have been a unanimous person. But from Tyler, AJ, Kevin, Alex, I'm JP Acosta, and we will see you later.